Who doesn't want to do things better? Who doesn't want to be happier, healthier, and more productive? I know as an entrepreneur, these things are high on my list, but oftentimes get the least amount of tension because I'm so busy. Well, my guest today is host of the Captain's Lifestyle podcast. His name's Taylor Morgan. Taylor helps busy entrepreneurs do things better. He helps them be happier. He helps them be healthier. He helps them be more productive. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about some of his top strategies and techniques for achieving those three items in your life. No matter how busy you are, you can be healthier, happier, and more productive and just all around do things better. Now, before I get into the interview with Taylor, if you want to do things better and you haven't already headed over to TomGaddis.com and checked out all the additional uh, assets and things we put on that website to help you get the most out of this podcast, you should do that now. So head over TomGaddis.com. And now I'm going to bring on my guest, uh, Taylor Morgan. This was an awesome episode to record. The, the sleep strategies and the mindset strategies were great. I know you're going to love them. So grab a cool drink, set back, relax, and enjoy this episode of What's the Secret Podcast. Tired of being at the mercy of your job? Tired of watching your hard work fill someone else's bank account? Want control of your time and lifestyle? Well, if you want the real secrets, the gurus won't tell you of how ordinary people, just like you and me, can create thriving businesses that deliver financial and lifestyle freedom, you're in the right place. Aloha. My name's Tom Gaddis, and welcome to What's the Secret Podcast. Hey, aloha, and welcome to What's the Secret Podcast. Taylor, how's it going, man? Tom, thanks for having me. Things are going well. Yeah, I, well, I'm super excited to have you here. You know, uh, I met Taylor by being a guest on his podcast. He has a podcast called The Captain's Lifestyle, and uh, it's an awesome podcast, by the way, talking about just how to improve your health, your happiness, uh, all those, you know, your get your stress level down, which is uh, as an entrepreneur, it can get really super high. So, you know, when I was talking to Taylor on his podcast, I was like, man, I got to get him on. What's the secret so we can we can get some of his secrets out on how to uh, optimize. So maybe Taylor, maybe you can tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, um, you know, kind of how you got here and we'll just go from there. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, so I am a former Marine. Uh, I was kind of my first big job. I, I did stuff in high school, but uh, first real thing was uh, joining the Marine Corps, served four years as a machine gunner. Um, and during that time, I, you know, was the typical Marine drinking every other weekend, <laughs> doing stupid stuff, getting into trouble. Um, and one night I broke my ankle while I was intoxicated. Uh, and that was kind of like a wake up call for me. It's like, okay. I can either continue going down this path that I'm on, you know, drinking, not doing nothing with my life, but not being as productive as I would like to be. Or I, you know, what I chose to do was to maximize every moment. And so I used that breaking of my ankle as a catalyst to uh, change. And there's a lot more that goes into that story, but that's the short version. Uh, and so I decided to, changed my lifestyle. I started learning everything I could about everything that has to do with lifestyle optimization. 
So sleep, mindset, uh, nutrition, exercise, stress, all that type of stuff. Um, and then after the Marine Corps, I became a CrossFit coach and ended up being the head head coach of the biggest CrossFit gym in Saudi Arabia. Um, but I wasn't fulfilled there. Uh, I took the job for the money, turned down a lower paying job in the Cayman Islands, which now looking back, <laughs> I can't believe I did that. It's beautiful there. Um, and yeah, it ended up not being fulfilled just because the, the lifestyle there, the culture was not what I was looking for. Uh, health and wellness is really not a thing there. They live, uh, and when I say they, I'm just talking, you know, majority. Of course, there's some people there who are outliers, but um, the the majority of society there stays up super late. They drink coffee like right up until bedtime. So they that keeps them up late. They're wired. They're stressed out. They smoke cigarettes. They don't eat healthy. Um, and so, yeah, it was just not my style. And um, I wasn't making as big of an impact as I would have liked to in the gym setting. And so I, I set out to create my own program to kind of combine all these years of lifestyle optimization knowledge into one program. And so I, I created the Captain's Lifestyle Program. And yeah, so this brings us to what I do now. So now I help uh, charitable company founders maximize their health, happiness, and productivity. And so, like you said, uh, help them sleep better, reduce their stress levels, help them basically optimize their work-life balance, figure out what their their happy medium is so they can live and, and fulfill their entrepreneurial vision. Because most people become entrepreneurs to live you know, that lifestyle. But what oftentimes ends up happening is the opposite. They just work so much and get so drowned in their business that they're like, shit, I became an entrepreneur to, you know, live the best version of my life, but now I'm stressed out working. And so that's kind of what I do is I help these company founders figure out that, that happy medium of their lifestyle while still continuing to, you know, grow their impact. And that sounds like that sounds like a lot of fun to do. Actually, as you're saying it, I'm like, I, I love oh, yeah, it. That sounds like an sounds like a pretty awesome gig to have. <laughs> I, now, doing what I do now, I have never been more fulfilled. You know, I enjoyed being a CrossFit coach, um, but like I said, I wasn't making as big of an impact. And now that I've started this, the testimonials that I've gotten were above and beyond what I had ever expected starting out. And so, it it 100 is um, super enjoyable, very rewarding. Yeah. You know, when you said, you said, you said something there, you said, you know, I'm fulfilled doing this. And, uh, you know, that's interesting to me because like, you know, I, I got into, um, you know, I wanted to be an entrepreneur cause I wanted to make money. Right. Like I wanted to like, you're like, Oh man, I, you know, I, uh, I come from, uh, you know, I'm from Oklahoma. I, I used to live in the country. I come from, a. uh, you know, not a, not a, not even, I don't know if it was really even a middle-class family. Like we were pretty poor when I was growing up. So it's like, just make money. And uh, so, you know, picking a job because it's something that um, fulfilled me and never really seemed like an option, right? Like, I guess I used to, uh, I liked magic. I had magic as a hobby. So I thought, oh, that'd be fun to do it as a job that would fulfill me, but you couldn't really make money at it. So how, you know, like, how do you, how do you balance that focus of, well, there's two things. One is, do you find that because you're fulfilled, the money part seems to kind of take care of itself? Or, uh, 
you know, how do you balance that line of, um, you know, focusing on what, like, what's like makes you feel fulfilled plus, you know, but being able to pay the bills, I guess. Right. Yeah. That is a very good question. And that's something that I work with my clients on because they're kind of in the same position. A lot of them, uh, some of them still have, you know, their regular nine to five job, but their passion is this thing that they're building on the side that they really want to help thrive. Um, I do, I do work with some of those clients and everybody is different. So for me, in my situation, I was not fulfilled being a CrossFit coach. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But it, it, I knew that I was capable of more and especially being in Saudi Arabia, I was sacrificing some of my happiness and because at the time, like I mentioned, I took the job because they paid more money. I had these two great offers to be coached at different CrossFit gyms, one in the beautiful Cayman Islands. They even flew me out there, visited the gym, loved the community, loved the beaches. It was great. Uh, and then there's Saudi Arabia. And, you know, for those of you who aren't familiar with geography or whatever, um, or, you know, politics. They're the, a little different. They're a little different. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and desert, you know, it's all desert, which I am not a fan of. Uh, I w- would way rather prefer the beach. And so I took the job in Saudi Arabia for the sole reason that they paid me more money thinking that, you know, cause when I was in the Marine Corps, I was not happy either. Like things were not great there, but we got paid like shit. So I was like, okay, well I can go to Saudi Arabia, get paid well, and not feel that happy because I did that for four years in the Marine Corps. So this should be no problem. But the difference there is that I didn't have a choice in the Marine Corps. Like you can't just say, Hey, I'm done Marine Corps. I'm going to go do my own thing. (laughs) That's not really how it works. Um, But in Saudi Arabia, I had a choice and I now understand that I will never sacrifice my happiness. Like everything I do, one of my core values is happiness. Everything is centered around that. So when I quit my job in Saudi Arabia, I didn't have anything else lined up. When I came back home, it was, I am starting the captain's lifestyle and that is all I'm going to do because that is what's going to fulfill me. So um, I came back in December of 2020, wasn't making any money. I got my last check from uh, Saudi Arabia, but it's like, okay, I have to make this work. And so how I did it was, you know, jump and grow wings on the way down. I just cut ties, went all in on it. And because I understand that my business is going to be successful if I put the work in to make it successful. And I was fine with that because everything, whether it went right or whether it went wrong, was under my control. And that kind of gave me a sense of, you know, security. A lot of people thrive off perceived security of the nine to five, you know, the steady paycheck. I don't care about that as much. As long as I'm, you know, doing everything I can to work on my business and myself, that's what makes me happy. And so when I, when I talk to clients, it's what fulfills you because so many people out there just work, you know, we have this societal view that success is go to school, get good grades so you can get into a good college, do well in college so you'll get the good job work your way up the corporate ladder, and then 40 years later, you can retire and be happy. But as I'm sure you know, that's not always how it works. There's a lot of people who are living that lifestyle who hate themselves. And then when they do retire, it's like, 
I just wasted 40 years of my life for this. Like they don't like where they end up. And so I tell my clients like, look, if you do what you're passionate about and do fulfilling work, the money will come as long as you do it correctly. And so I think that's the biggest thing is just redefining what success means to you. So many people view success as money, as status, as this new position. I'll be happy when dot, 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 I get a million dollars. They hit that point. I'll be happy with $5 million and just keeps going up. And obviously that's impossible to continue. So uh, yeah, that's the biggest thing is just redefining success. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious too, like, so, you know, what, so what made you join the Marine Corps? Like, were you, were you the kind of guy that was like, I'm fired up. I want to be the best I can be. And I think the Marine Corps is the place that's going to help me to do that. Like I want the challenge or was it something where, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just curious, like what, what, yeah, just tell me your reason and then we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. So this, um, you know, this probably isn't something that, um, civilians or people who are, aren't accustomed to the military are going to want to hear. It'll probably be a little bit shocking, but I wanted to kill people. Um, specifically bad guys, you know, I'm not just some crazy psychopathic murderer, but, uh, you know, all these war movies, uh, and you know, specifically nine 11 that like hit me. And I was like, why should anybody else's sons have to go, you know, die for my freedom? Like, I want to go do that. I want to go protect my country, you know, myself, I want to help these guys. So that's why I did it. Um, I, and I never went to combat or anything, but that's the reason behind it is I wanted to, to serve my country, uh, to do something bigger than myself. Well, and how do you, how do you think that that, like, how much has the Marine Corps and what you went through? Cause I mean, it's, that's pretty brutal, right? Like, I mean, there's the, like, the, not just the, the training and all that stuff, but the, you know, um, how much do you think that has impacted how you're able to be an entrepreneur, like grow your business and handle the stress, the things of what's going on? It's helped tremendously. Um, but I would say the biggest thing was when I broke my ankle, that was like, the huge mindset shift. So that wasn't necessarily Marine Corps related. Like if that wouldn't have happened, I don't know where I would be now. I'd probably still be coaching CrossFit, which is not bad, but I, I wouldn't be where I am now. So I'd say the major catalyst was the stupid accident of me breaking my ankle. Uh, but specifically back to the Marine Corps, it depends kind of which path you go down in the Marine Corps. Cause in the Marine Corps you could have, or in any, any military branch for that matter, you could be, you know, like working a corporate desk job and, you know, it's really not that stressful or you could be, you know, special forces. So there's very broad ends of the spectrum. Um, I was a machine gunner, so <laughs> times were tough uh, doing that. And I went through yeah, a lot of a lot of training. And and so now specifically to, you know, the real world, being an entrepreneur, because I went through so much stress in the Marine Corps, almost nothing in the real world will, you know, rattle me. Uh, and so what I really took from that experience is understanding that I can handle anything, no matter what, that doesn't mean like everything's always going to go right. But I understand that if things go wrong, 
I can handle it. I don't stress myself out, freak out, you know, whatever. I handle it calmly. It's like, okay, what is the next step? And then I do that. And so in that sense, um, you know, all the, the stress and the hard times from the Marine Corps has made life so much easier and especially business, because as you know, uh, especially starting out in business, things aren't going to go your way all the time. That's, that's just how it is. That's the truth. Yeah. This episode of What's the Secret Podcast is sponsored by Offline Sharks. Offline Sharks, where website designers, social media experts, SEO professionals can get custom software tools and training on how to quickly scale and grow their digital agencies. If you're looking to build reoccurring revenue into your agency and go from one to two clients to six figures and beyond, Offline Sharks is the place to do it. So head over to offlinesharks.com forward slash Tom and start growing your agency today. Well, you know, and have you, have you always been a, have you always been a healthy person? Like, have you worked out all your life, even before CrossFit, the Marines, all that stuff? Worked out all my life. Yes. But I was what I thought was healthy. So before I broke my ankle and went down this super deep dive into health and wellness, I had the workout stuff dialed in because I was doing CrossFit. So I was what I thought was healthy, but in the Marine Corps, my sleep was messed up. Um, you know, for multiple different factors, the food you get in the Marine Corps isn't that great. I tried to make the best decisions that I could. Um, but as I gained more knowledge, like to what I know now, (laughs) it was still not great. Um, so yeah, sleep was messed up, uh, because of the food, because of the stress, because of these crazy wake up times, you know, wake up at three in the morning, go on a, you know, 20 kilometer hike, all that stuff. Um, so sleep was not good. Stress was through the roof. Um, I was, and of course the alcohol, it was not good. Um, and then it wasn't until, like I said, after I broke my ankle, I was like, okay, (laughs) I need to fix things. So sleep got dialed in, nutrition got dialed in. I started doing everything that I possibly could to maximize those areas. And sure enough, once I did, all of my issues just kind of started to melt away. Like once you get better sleep, you're better able to handle stress and deal with those stressful situations. You're able to be more productive with your time um, and just, you know, on and on from there. So that's when I really started the super health kick. So, well, you know, what, what I'm curious about is like, so I, I was not a, uh, I was not one of those workout, uh, early get healthy kind of guys. Like I just recently, um, got into doing that stuff a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, for people that are, that are not in, you know, they're not doing anything right. Like they're just not in a, a healthy place. Like you're talking about, like, what do you think are the key steps for somebody in that position to just start making some pro like just what, what could, what would you recommend they could do to just start making some progress to head in the right direction? Exactly what you just said. Start. Something is always better than nothing. Doing one push up is better than not doing any push ups. Reading one page is better than not reading anything at all. And So to get to that point of doing something rather than nothing, 
I think is what we should address first. And this is why in my program, I start off with defining basically you, your mission statement, your core values, what you stand for, who you want to be remembered as, basically the legacy you want to leave. Define that first. And so I have my clients go through all these exercises to, to figure out what it is that, you know, they want, like who they want to be seen as by other people. And once you define the end goal, then it becomes a lot easier to work towards that. You know, I have my clients every week um, come up with their weekly goals. And instead of just saying, oh yeah, I want to work out. It's like, okay, we'll make that more specific. I want to work out because why? Because I want to lose weight. Okay, everybody wants to lose weight. Why do you specifically want to lose weight? I want to lose weight so I can, um, you know, so my wife will look at me the way she used to. It's like, okay, now we're getting somewhere. And when your wife looks at you the way she used to, now you'll start, you know, having more fun in bed and all that stuff. So now we get down to the real reason you want to work out. And so, okay, we put that in it. I want to work out because I want my wife to look at me the way she used to. And instead of just, I want to, we change that to, I will. I will work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday for one hour at 7 a.m. And so you make it very specific. So I'd say step one, define your end goal, what it is that you want and why you want that. And then two, work back from there, making it specific. Who, what, when, where, how, why. Yeah. And then just like you said, just freaking start, right? Just re- even if it's just five minutes, three times a week or 10 minutes and just and build up. I know like I look back now and I think, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't start. So, like what, what was my big, like, whole, like I can't, it's so weird now. Cause I can't even remember what the mental block was, what the reasons were. But at the time I just couldn't, I just couldn't even just get, I just couldn't get started. Right. Or I do it here or there and just couldn't stay consistent. So. Well, I think a lot of it is your ego because you start something new you are not going to be good at that new thing. And your ego, of course, doesn't like that because your ego wants to be the best at everything. And so your ego is going to try to, you know, quote unquote, protect you from those dangerous and scary situations. And so you have to overcome that by saying, hey, ego, you know, kind of separate yourself from that voice inside your head and say, hey, I understand that you're trying to protect me. And thank you for that. You have gotten me to where I am today. But now we're going to try something new. Now we're going to, you know, go to the gym and we're not going to judge um, anybody else. We're not going to let whatever. <laughs> a lot of people think that when you go into the gym for the first time, everybody's looking at you and judging you. Oh, is he doing that right? Like, why is he in the gym? Like, in reality, everybody else is thinking that. So nobody is worried about you. Just go in there, do your thing, have fun. Don't compare yourself to anybody else because as Teddy Roosevelt said, comparison is the thief of joy. So um, that's a great quote. Yeah. Just, just do you. Yeah. Well, you know, we talked a little bit about mindset, setting goals. Uh, You've mentioned a couple of times sleep and recovery. Uh, So maybe you can talk just a, a couple of minutes about the importance of that and, and, you know, maybe any recommendations that listeners could use if they're, they feel like maybe that's an issue, right? How would you even know that's an issue? I guess would be the first thing. 
Yeah. Well, sleep is like at, at the base of the pyramid. So in the captain's lifestyle program, I take my clients through the six pillars of human performance, starting with mindset and vision. That's, you know, defining your end goal. So knowing what you're working towards. And then after that comes sleep. So sleep is very, very important. Uh, it's like the most important thing in your life. And like your question to understand if you're not sleeping enough, there's different trackers uh, and wearables and things that you can get. But you know if you're not getting enough sleep. You know because you're tired throughout the day. You have low energy. Your alarm clock goes off and you don't want to get up out of bed. Um, that could either be because you don't like your job and you don't want to get up to, to go to work or you might be sleep deprived or a combination of the two, which is pretty bad. Um, and you, if you just feel sluggish throughout the day, um, if you have brain fog, you know, that's a huge um, telltale sign of inadequate sleep because once you fix your sleep and it's not just about, you know, the quantity, eight hours, eight hours, it's not all about that. It's about the quality of that sleep. So there's REM sleep and deep sleep. Those are the restorative stages of sleep. Uh, broad terms, REM sleep uh, reorganizes and uh, rebuilds your brain and deep sleep, you know, rebuilds your body, especially if you're working out. That's kind of how your muscles grow and you recover from that. Uh, and so it's about dialing in the quality of the sleep. And so some things that you can do um, is so I actually created what's called the four, three, two, one, 30 method. And uh, I could send this to you. So you could put a link to it in the show notes, it's like a, a free PDF that they can download. Um, and so four hours before bed, stop exercising. So that means, you know, if you exercise in the morning, great, that's fine. There's nothing you need to worry about as long as you stop, you know, four hours before you go to bed, because you don't want your heart rate to be elevated, your body temperature to be elevated, your cortisol to be elevated before you go to bed. The four hours before bed is when you want to start to wind down, relax, cool off to get into bed. You don't want to be all hyped up. Three hours before bed is when you want to stop your last meal. So you don't want to have a large meal in your stomach right before you go to bed because then your body is going to be spending the energy digesting the food as opposed to shutting off everything and just going to sleep. All right. Uh, plus, if you eat close to bedtime, that can spike your blood sugar. And that's not good for, um, you know, your health uh, can contribute to weight gain and all that stuff. And then two hours before bed, you want to limit all forms of stimulation. So this is like from overhead fluorescent lights, uh, screens, computers, your phone, because the blue light that's emitted from those screens keeps you up. It's the same light that's emitted from the sun. And so if you're looking at that at bedtime, your body thinks, oh, it's noon. I'm supposed to be awake right now. And so that can contribute to low quality sleep as well. Um, one hour before bed is when you want to start your dedicated nightly ritual. And this will depend on person to person, but it's things that wind you down. So whether that's reading, a warm, calming shower, listening to some music, talking with your spouse, whatever it is, you determine that there's some suggestions in the, uh, in the PDF. And then 30 minutes before bed is when I recommend you take your supplements. Oh, also before that, an hour before bed, stop drinking. Because if you have to wake up to pee in the middle of the night, that interrupts your quality of sleep. And then now going to the 30 is when you take your supplements if you need to. So, and this is going to depend person to person. And I give my clients tests um, to find out like 
their neurotransmitter imbalance in their brain based on that, which supplements to take and, and vice versa. But um, yeah, that's, that's the four, three, two, one thirty method. Man, that's awesome. I could, and you know, like I could geek out on the stuff. Like I'm, I'm super interested in this kind of stuff. Like I was looking at your, uh, your website before we got on the, on the interview. And I was like, looking at the things that you recommended, like the, your ta- like the whoop strap and stuff like that. And I was like, Oh, I should check that out. Check that out. Like I love this stuff. Um, super fascinating. I mean, that's, I mean, really valuable advice too, that you gave the listeners one about just getting started, setting the goals. And then that process of ramping up to go to sleep. So you get the best quality sweep is great. I love it. Uh, Taylor, where can listeners go to find out more about you and your program? Yeah, uh, all that stuff you mentioned, all the recommendations uh, is all on my website. So thecaptainslifestyle.com. Uh, you can find out more about my program and what I do, how I help my clients on there. Um, for social media, it's at the Captain's Lifestyle on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Taylor Morgan, uh, YouTube, the Captain's Lifestyle, the Captain's Lifestyle podcast. Basically, just search the Captain's Lifestyle and you'll find me. Awesome. Yeah. And I will put links to all that stuff in the show notes on this episode. So uh, if you go to tomgaddis.com, you click on this episode, you'll find all those links there. Uh, Also the PDF that Taylor mentioned, I'll make sure we put a link there as well. If you enjoyed this episode of what's the secret podcast, Taylor and I would love it if you went and left us a review. So wherever you listen to this podcast, go, go uh, leave us a review. Taylor, man, it was really great having you here. And uh, you know, I, I was excited to have you on just because of the name, the captain's lifestyle. Cause I have a good friend here in Maui who always says work like a captain, but party like a pirate. And, uh, I was like, Oh, I get to use that in my podcast. I can't believe it. <laughs> so love that. And, yeah. So thanks for, thanks for coming on. Thanks for sharing all your information. Again, check out tombaddis.com for all the show notes. Make sure you check out Taylor's podcast, everybody. And I will see you on the next episode. Stay safe and practice aloha. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. If you found it helpful, then please share it with someone else. Just simply share the link or post it on Facebook and say, check this out. Really make my day if you did that. Also, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already so every podcast gets sent straight to you and you don't have to go searching for it. Again, my name's Tom Gaddis, and I'll see you next week on What's the Secret Podcast. Aloha for now, everyone.